Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake-up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let's enter into our meeting with Jesus with this prayer of consecration. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day, you in me and I in you. In the times of peace the hours may bring, in the seasons of wilderness that make me strong, in the freedom of surrender before your cross, in the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day, you in me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Worship the Lord Your God and Serve Him Only. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verses 1 to 8. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Consider this. For more than half of my life, since I became a follower of Jesus, I've been drawn to the grand, cosmic, yet very earthy idea of worship. I've written and spoken countless words about the topic in books, articles, seminars, and conferences. Over the years, I've often asked myself, why? Why does this matter so much to you, Dan? This passage, where Jesus answers the test, the temptation of having all this world has to offer without any suffering, is my answer. It draws its strength from Exodus 20, verse 3, the first of the Ten Commandments, maintaining covenant between God and his people. You shall have no other gods before me. And Deuteronomy 6.13a, Fear the Lord your God, serve him only. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Luke 4 verse 8. It is the only way to find your complete purpose as a human being. And it is the only way to become whole to heal in the wearing, tearing storms of life. A favorite writer on worship, 
Evelyn Underhill, wrote in 1936, Worship in all its grades and kinds is a response of the creature to the eternal. Maybe like you, I have come to believe that all we do in worship is a response to our Creator's all-pursuing love. Whether that is a beautiful response, a fitting response, or an all-encompassing response is up to us as individuals and communities. But worship is our response. What Jesus is doing in this passage is reorienting the devil to the way the world works according to God's driving plan. We worship God, giving him our ultimate love, allegiance, and obedience, serving from a heart given over to a living sacrifice way of moving through the world and the worlds of our hearts, homes, churches, and cities. Our inward and outward failures to worship in spirit and in truth, John 4, 20-24, from a pure heart, from a pure life, both personal and communal, bring the crumbling, the crushing of the soul. Most of us are drawn to musical expressions of worship. Some of us have had the precious experience of being in environments where there is a high expectation of meeting with God in an intimate way in the worship space. When that worship expectation is well-led by a seasoned, humble, servant-hearted, expectant, rehearsed, and capable musician, and the music is tended as a space for prayer and adoration, amazing things can happen. I've seen lives turned around completely in a time of worship, a drug dealer weeping as the Spirit of God overwhelms him with love and kindness, a broken marriage experiencing the balm of grace and a renewed capacity to move forward, a young woman who was suicidal walking out full of joy and surrounded by supportive community. While music is only one way worship happens, it can be powerful in our lives, whether experienced together in community or as we worship in our car with the music blasting and our hearts poured out to God in praise. Really, adversary? Worship you to gain trinkets and powers that disappear and sicken the soul as they do? Or worship God and serve Him only? You thought the Son of Man would fall for that? I know that we do, but Jesus led the way in reminding us that worship of God is the way servant followers of Christ live in this world. The Prayer Lord of the wild, it's an astounding thing how you can meet us in worship, in all its forms, reclaiming our hearts and changing our perspective to one of trust and clarity. Thank you. Keep us in the way of worship, and show us the ways that will help us resist the enemy's work to unname us before you in our own lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The question, what does this passage on worship mean to you? How do you worship the Lord your God 
and serve him only. For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.